1: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. It's Frederick. When traffic takes a turn for the worse, you'll hear about it first on WTOP. Northbound 95 has been shut down. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. I heard it on WTOP. WTOP News. Facts
2: matter. Good Saturday morning, February 17th. Welcome to WTOP at 2.58. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Robert Workman's in the WTOP Traffic Center this morning.
3: Plenty of slippery pavement around the area as the snow continues to move through, uh, mostly just wet pavement on the Beltway and inside the Beltway, but that doesn't mean it's not treacherous. Accident Northbound on 395 at Edsel Road is blocking the right half of the roadway now. Stay to the center and to the left as you come up from the Beltway, heading towards Duke Street. 95, running without incident between Springfield and Dale City on mostly just wet pavement. Further out to the west and to the north, you might encounter a little more snow cover, especially on the shoulders, secondary roads and neighborhood streets. Be careful on on and off ramps as well. Accident cleanup westbound on 66 between 29 and Centerville and the rest area in Manassas just about wrapped up, but the right lane is still blocked uh, without too much of a delay through there. Beltway north of town doing okay. You might see the treatment trucks out and about as you head through Bethesda and Silver Spring, College Park, and Greenbelt. Southbound along 270, your lanes are open between Gaithersburg and Rockville and along 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Incident-free on mostly wet pavement between Laurel and the Beltway and inside the Beltway on the Parkway and Route 50 heading in towards northeast. No incidents reported downtown across the Anacostia or Potomac River bridges or along 695, but those elevated portions of roadway may have to be retreated between now and dawn. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Robert Workman, WTOP Traffic.
4: Snow is going to continue just until sunrise, and then it will draw to a close rapidly from west to east. Total snow accumulations depend on location, 1 to 4 inches for the metro area farther north and west could be looking at 4 to 6 inches. Once we get through all of that, we're looking at gradual clearing, moving into the morning hours, then later this afternoon, high temperature around 40 degrees. It's not going to feel like that thanks to wind gusts upwards of 30 to 35 miles per hour. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center.
2: Right now we're at 34 at the wharf in D.C., 35 Oxen Hill, 32 Sterling, 39 and Holding at our nation's capital where the time now is two fifteen.
1: Sports at 25 and 55, powered by Maximus, moving people and technology forward.
2: Let's try this one
1: Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP.
2: All right, well, that was still sports, but it's news time now. Welcome in, Saturday morning, February 17th, 2024. We're looking for Old Man Winter, paying us a visit this weekend. Keep you updated, we will, with traffic and weather on the 8th. We'll have any closings and cancellations coming our way. Good morning, welcome in, 3
1: o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz, a stinging judgment against former President Trump and his companies. CBS's Christian Benavides says a... A state judge in New York has ordered them to pay close to $355 million in penalties in a
0: civil fraud trial. Judge Arthur Angoran ruled that Trump, his companies, and some executives were involved in an ongoing scheme to dupe banks and others with financial statements that inflated the former president's wealth. In his ruling, the judge said of Trump and the other defendants, their complete lack of remorse borders on pathological.
1: President Biden says the U.S. doesn't know exactly what happened to Russian President Alexei Navalny, who died Friday in a penal colony in the Arctic. But, he told reporters, there is no doubt that the death of Navalny was a consequence of something President Vladimir Putin and his thugs did. More from the BBC's Lise Set.
5: Three years ago,
1: President Biden vowed devastating consequences if Alexei Navalny was to die behind bars. But so much of what could be done to punish President Putin has already been done. Wide-ranging sanctions imposed after Russia's full-scale invasion of Ukraine. Two years ago, President Putin has been indicted by the the International Criminal Court. For today and tomorrow, the world will wait for confirmation from Alexei Navalny's family that the prison services account that he's dead is true. President Biden was in East Palestine, Ohio, yesterday, a year after a Norfolk Southern train derailed, spilling toxic chemicals. My administration ordered Norfolk Southern to clean up the mess it created and ensure it was done right. That includes an executive order I signed to continue our priority to hold Norfolk Southern fully accountable for this disaster and any long-term effects. Snow will greet tens of millions of Americans when they wake up in a few hours, says the Weather Channel meteorologist Mike Bettis. Across the Northeast, some areas from the Ohio Valley all the
2: way to the Jersey Shore will end up getting snow out of this. Temperatures, not that bad, but certainly cold enough for the snow to fall for us here. Just about everything is gone by the time folks wake up.
1: Two juveniles have been charged in connection with the shooting at the Super Bowl rally for the Kansas City Chiefs. More from CBS News Chicago reporter Charlie DeMar.
4: Police here in Kansas City are now trying to determine the motive that led to the shooting. Investigators are asking for help. They're asking for help from people who attended this parade specifically for any cell phone video that may explain how a dispute ended in tragedy.
1: A mother of two was killed in the shooting and more than 20 others were injured including some children. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts.
5: This place has a pulse. You hear it in the canopy. Feel it in the ground. Life fully illuminated engulfs you. From the birds singing in the treetops above, to the tiniest insects in the soil below. You take a deep, cleansing breath, filling your lungs with the essence of the forest. Now, imagine it's all gone. Healthy, life-giving forests, reduced to nothing. No singing birds, no lush canopy, and water and food in short supply around the world. Time is running out to protect our forests, and without our love, they can and will disappear. It's our choice: love it or lose it. Help protect our forests. Visit World Wildlife Fund at WWF.org/love.
2: WTOP at three oh four. Saturday morning. The weekend's here. It is February 17th, 2024. Snow beginning to fall. We've got you covered here at WTOP, rolling into the weekend. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Weather topping the news this morning. Let's go right to WTOP meteorologist Chad Merrill with the very latest that we're looking at this hour.
0: Well, right now, the heaviest snow is along and east of I-95. That will quickly exit into the bay by about 4 a.m. To the west of 95, the snow has mainly ended. We have piled up about an inch to two inches of snow across the region. It also uh, coats some roadways. Now, the good news is that this will taper to drizzle for most of the region before daybreak, And then the rest of the day, we will have increasing amounts of sunshine and wind, so that will dry the pavement out, and the snow will likely melt by the middle part of the day. Our temperatures today reaching into the upper 40s, and we've got a dry, warm stretch of weather going through Sunday through Thursday. So it's just the next hour from I-95 to the bay. We have to worry about some additional heavy snow with another quarter to half of an inch of accumulation, and then the storm is out of here. I'll have a full forecast coming up in just a couple minutes.
2: All right, thanks, Chad. Right now we're looking at 34 degrees at the Wharf in D.C., 35 Oxen Hill, 32 Sterling this early Saturday morning in the 3 a.m. hour. We're at 39 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. More in just minutes on the weather situation as you rise with us this morning. It's 3.05 on WTOP. Our breaking news this morning, the Loudoun County firefighter is dead this hour. Eleven others injured after a house exploded in Sterling on Friday night. It happened around 7.40 in the evening, we're told, at a home located on Silver Ridge Road, as firefighters then were responding to reports of a possible gas leak. At some point, we're told the house exploded, killing one firefighter, injuring nine other fire. Uh, first responders, that would be two civilians, were also injured in the explosion. Some of the injured firefighters have serious injuries this weekend.
1: When I addressed a group of firefighters, I said this is the worst call that we can respond to. And this is a time where we need to support each other and hold each other up.
2: That is James Williams. He's the Assistant Chief of Operations for the Loudoun County Fire Department. The cause of the explosion continues to be under investigation this overnight early morning. You can see videos and pics The click away of the scene at WTOP.com. WTOP at 3.06. A teenager accused in a string of armed robberies targeting Latino neighborhoods locally in D.C. has been arrested this
0: weekend. D.C. police commander James Boatler says they arrested 18-year-old Kwesi Pine on Thursday morning with help from a community tip. Mr. Pine was responsible
3: for a series of robberies dating back from mid-January up until this past Monday.
0: Many of those armed robberies were targeting neighborhoods such as Columbia Heights and Mount Pleasant. Bowler doesn't know why Pine was focusing on those areas.
3: So these cases uh, should not be
0: taken lightly. These are serious, violent, robberies. He's being charged with carrying a pistol without a license and having an unregistered firearm.
3: We continue to close multiple
0: cases with the arrest of just a handful of perpetrators. At the 3rd District Police Station, Scott Gelman, WTOP News.
2: We'll update traffic and weather coming right up on WTOP
5: 307. After midnight. You're with WTOP, 19 lane.
1: It's that crazy time of year. Snow, rain, wind. The weather and damage to your roof may be a crapshoot, but when it comes to choosing home improvement professionals, don't leave it to chance. Trust PJ Fitzpatrick for the perfect solution. Roofing done right the first time. They are roofing experts with over 40 years of experience and backed by, get this,
4: over 7,000 Google reviews.
1: Plus, they guarantee their work for the life of your roof. Visit TrustPJ.com to schedule your free consultation and price lock guarantee.
2: Good morning, welcome in. Saturday morning, it's the weekend, everybody. We've made it. Thanks for starting in with us this February 17th on WTOP at 3.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and
3: Sons.
2: On WTOP, traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Chad Merrill's with us this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center.
0: Go ahead, Chad. Hello, gr- uh, gr- greetings. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. <laughs> All right, well, the steady snow right now along and east of I-95. That is going to be ending by 4 o'clock, another quarter to a half of an inch likely. We've seen totals anywhere from 1 to two and a half inches across the region, and those roadways are coated with snow. You might hear the snow plow outside your house right now. The good news is the storm exiting into the bay by 4 o'clock along and west of I-95. We have dry weather with a couple of spits of drizzle. As the day goes on, we are going to see dry weather. Increasing temperatures and wind, and that's going to allow things to really improve, especially by 8 or 9 o'clock this morning. By this afternoon, we'll have high temperatures in the upper 40s. All this snow is going to be melting today clear skies tonight we're down in the upper 20s downtown upper teens in the far northwest suburbs sunshine a bit breezy on sunday temperatures will reach about 52 degrees and gorgeous monday through thursday with temperatures in the lower 30s outside we are 34 degrees in frederick 30 in hagerstown 34 at reagan national airport and right now with heavy snow at the freezing mark at bwi marshall
2: all right. Thank you, sir. Chad Merrill, WTOP meteorologist this morning. Checking tips right now. We're at 33 Springfield, 33 Farragut Square, 32 Laurel. We are right now down to 33 in our nation's capital. Brought to you this morning by Longfence. Save 25% on Longfence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months. No payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Go to longfence.com and check them out.
1: Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First alert
4: weather. The WTOP Traffic Center. Tracking the top trouble spots. The biggest backups. The major incidents. The slowest traffic. WTOP Traffic. Every 10 minutes, on the eights and when it breaks.
2: WTOP Traffic time now. A little bit late. Let's check in with Robert Workman at the WTOP Traffic Center this morning
3: still traffic out there. It doesn't matter what time it is. Uh, There's accident cleanup northbound on 395. Uh, As you head up past Edsel Road, two right lanes now blocked there on the slick pavement, stay to the center and to the left as you come up from the Beltway towards Duke Street. Earlier crash westbound on 66 between Centerville and Manassas is gone. Mostly looking at just wet pavement through Virginia, uh, close in towards the Beltway and uh, along 495 up through Tyson's Corner. No incidents to report on Route 7 or the Dulles Toll Road coming in towards Tyson's. Uh, Maybe a little more snow cover to the further west, but uh, that was good news to hear that the snow was going to move out. On uh, 270, crash cleanup northbound in Rockville near Falls Road in the local lanes, tying up the right side of the roadway. Your through lanes are open, and if you're committed to those local lanes up towards the exits in Rockville, stay over to the left in order to get by. Southbound all is well down towards the beltway. Looks like a uh, treatment train. Four snow plows treating the road on the outer loop of the beltway going through Greenbelt right now. You're going to see it slow coming up from Route 50, but it's good news. Uh, The uh, plows and the uh, treatment trucks are in front of you on the way over towards the Park Parkway. They'll be out of the, your way shortly. The WTOP Newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency's President's Day sale and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looks so good. I'm Robert Workman, WTOP Traffic.
2: Thanks, Robert. 33 degrees in our nation's capital Saturday morning at the 3 a.m. hour here on WTOP. <laughs> Check your money news now. Jeff Claybaugh wraps your business week. Two hotter-than-expected inflation reports this week pushed 30-year mortgage rates back above 7% Friday. Appetite suppressing weight loss shots cut grocery spending. Morgan Stanley says Ozempic users spend up to 9% less on groceries. D.C. has more Michelin-starred restaurants per capita than any other city. And at 24, it is topped only by San Francisco and New York for total number. The Dow lost 145 points in Friday's session. Jeff Claybaugh.
1: Never. Select selectautoimports.com. You're listening to WTOP News. Two juveniles have now been
2: charged officially in connection with the deadly shooting at the end of the parade celebrating the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory this week. The charges are said to be a bit confusing. The suspects are not being charged with the death of Lisa Lopez Galvin, that's the 43-year-old mother of two and local radio DJ who died. This morning, CBS News reporter Charlie DeMar joins us from Kansas City to explain the charges that we're looking at here and how things have actually unfolded in this case.
4: One of the biggest questions for investigators is trying to determine a motive, what led up to this, and police have not ended their investigation by any means yet, and they're actually asking for help from anyone for at that parade. There were over a million people there, so as you can imagine, a lot of witnesses there, a lot of cell phones out, and they're hoping to try and get any cell phone video that can maybe explain, paint a picture of how a simple dispute escalated into this tragedy. And today I had the opportunity to sit down with one of the youngest victims, just 10 years old, Samuel Ariano. He explained his story. He actually took off from school, attended the parade with his family. And it started off, obviously, like so many others, as a great day. He was just feet from the shooters he heard that argument that dispute going on between a number of people and he said it just happened so fast that he was hit he immediately tried to take cover behind a nearby dumpster and it was his active school shooter training that kicked in that he knew he needed to get down he said without that he did he wasn't sure if he would have survived um that he's gone through it so many times at school that it applied in the real world at a Super Bowl parade of all places.
0: How uh, emblematic of the times we live in that 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 training was used and that that training, sadly, uh, was needed. I I realize we're not dealing with an hour-long TV show here where something bad happens in the first few minutes and then by the end of the hour, it's all wrapped up. This is real life. But does it strike you or or other journalists and, and police experts there as strange that they haven't been able to give us more substance about what happened? Well, here
4: in Missouri courts are closed when juveniles are involved. So the public proceedings haven't been involved, but prosecutors, police, they've left the door open that in future proceedings, that these juveniles could be charged as adults. And that would lend, you know, obviously a lot more into what led up to this, who these individuals are. Police have said that more charges are coming down the line, which does lend itself to the possibility of these juveniles being charged as adults. But, you know, with that crowd, you know, police, they want to know, they want to have strong evidence, whether that be video eyewitness of who pulled the trigger. Just because somebody may have been running away from the scene or caught up in the middle of the chaos, that might not necessarily be the strongest case. So I think that's maybe why police are being so tight-lipped, at least at this point.
0: Finally, Charlie, uh, from people you're speaking with, has this changed Kansas City, I mean, they they love their Chiefs, they have every reason to with how great that team has been. This was supposed to be an afternoon of celebration uh, turned into quite the opposite. Do people feel like maybe they don't want to go out and take part in a, a celebration like this going forward?
4: Yeah, this team, this city has been on the national stage for weeks, months with all the on-the-field success and off-the-field attention. Uh, so, obviously, They were there to celebrate an incredible victory, what they did on the field. And from talking to so many people this week, they're upset. They're angry. They're saying this is not Kansas City. This is not the image that they want to portray to the world stage. But to get to your last point of your question uh, about the, the public gatherings, you know, city leaders, families there, you know, individually grappling with do we go to these large gatherings? Do we go, you know, to these events? The mayor here vowing to move forward, he's saying that next month's St. Patrick's Day parade that will go on as scheduled, but coming back to that 10-year-old who I sat down with uh, earlier today, he says he will never go back to a public gathering. Uh, his innocence absolutely shattered. In a time that you mentioned, uh, should have been a celebration, should have been a good time for this boy and his family.
2: CBS News reporter Charlie Devine, joining WTOP's Dimitri Sotis from Kansas City. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com.
5: You want to give your
4: baby everything, so start with a safe sleep area. Babies younger than one should always be placed to sleep on their backs on a firm and flat surface like a safety-approved crib. And keep blankets, pillows, and other soft or loose items out of the crib when the baby is in it. Learn more about Safe Sleep for Babies at safetosleep.nichd.nih.gov. Sponsored by the Eunice Kennedy Shriver National Institute of Child Health and Human Development.
2: Coming right up this early Saturday morning for you on WTOP. How busy was Prince George's County's Police Accountability Board in the first full year? I'm John Doman. WTOP at 318. Driving and weather on the eighths, and when it breaks, let's check in now with Robert Workman, first in the WTOP Traffic
3: Center this morning. Wet pavement around the entire area. Still some snow coming around uh, here and there, but it looks like mostly now highway crews are going out and retreating places that could potentially freeze up as the temperatures drop. That's the next uh, order of business for them. Uh, You'll see them on the outer loop of the Beltway through Greenbelt going past Kenilworth Avenue in a uh, sort of a plow train, but it's not plowing. They're just treating the roads, Uh, but they're uh, four abreast across the outer loop of the Beltway. As a result, it's going to be slow through that stretch as they continue over towards College Park. Lanes are open through Silver Spring. If you're hopping onto the Beltway from I-95 or 29, uh, you'll be okay on the way down towards the American Legion Bridge. Accident cleanup blocks the local lanes in Rockville northbound on I-270. As you head past Falls Road, they had been letting some traffic squeeze by to the left. Looks like they've stopped that to try and move all the vehicles out of the way. Your through lanes are open through there, uh, but you won't be able to get up to that exit for Falls Road for the next couple of minutes. Southbound, your lanes are open as well coming down from Gaithersburg towards the beltway northern virginia still have accident cleanup northbound on 395 north of edsel road that's tying up two right lanes but not much volume off of the beltway slick pavement but uh, steady pace on the beltway through tyson's corner and on 66 and i-95 coming in towards 495 i'm robert workman wtop traffic
2: now checking that weather forecast with the snow that's been falling through this overnight early morning chad merrill's in the wtop weather center this morning
0: Yeah, we are tracking the back edge of the steady, heavy snow from I-95 East that will quickly be ending in the next 40 minutes, but that's where the snow will continue to accumulate on the pavement. Otherwise, along west of I-95, we have some patchy drizzle and some patchy fog, so that will limit visibility for time through about daybreak, and then things will rapidly change once we get to daybreak temperatures will stay steady where they are in the low 30s so we shouldn't see many icy patches develop and then the sun will start to come out after about eight nine o'clock the winds will pick up that'll be a drying agent for the roads and our temperatures will warm up very nicely we are looking for a high today right around 48 degrees. So this winter wonderland will be a figment of the imagination probably by midday here in the nation's capital. Tonight, clear skies. We're down to the upper 20s downtown, upper teens in the northwest suburbs. Now, the road should have dried out today, so we should not be talking about many patchy, icy spots developing from the refreeze only in those shaded spots and parking lots and maybe driveways that don't get the sunshine. Now, tomorrow, temperatures will be in the low 50s with gusty winds up to 25 miles an hour, and then gorgeous Monday through Thursday, mostly sunny temperatures will be in the 50s during the day, overnight lows in the 30s. We've seen anywhere from an inch to two and a half inches of snow, the highest amounts basically Washington County, Maryland, and parts of the Shenandoah Valley picked up about two and a half inches of snow. Most of us picked up about an inch of snow. And our temperatures right now range from 36 degrees in annapolis 34 in lexington park we have 34 downtown and off to the north and west where the snow has ended we are at the freezing mark right now in boonesboro
2: all right thanks wtop meteorologist chad merrill here with us this early saturday morning it's 3 22 good morning
1: there's nothing that brings out our emotions like winter weather
4: i love when the trees are glistening covered in ice I love making snow angels.
5: I love when it's over. I want it to be over.
4: Even if you're not a
1: fan of the ice and snow, you'll feel better prepared with WTOP's weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. We're here for you all winter. The temperatures are really going to drop today. WTOP News. Facts matter.
2: Our latest check of traffic and weather this Saturday morning on WTOP brought to you this time around by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same day service seven days a week. Check them out the plumber Heating and Air.
1: You're listening to WTOP News.
2: DC police say this morning the three people who were found dead inside a home in Northeast earlier in this week were shot. On Wednesday, officers responded that day to a home located on J Street for the report of an unconscious person. When officers arrived on scene, they say they found two women and a man dead with gunshot wounds. They've been identified as 58-year-old Renee Bigelow, 40-year-old Kimberly Stevens, and 59-year-old Leon Harper. Police have not yet provided information that leads to an arrest in the case in the suspect and shooting. Teens in this hospital situation, a teen is there after a shooting at the Glenmont Metro Station locally. Montgomery County Police say here in this case it happened at 4 in the afternoon Friday yesterday at the top level of the station's parking garage. Metro Transit Police say this morning the victim, a teen boy, was taken to the hospital, expected to be okay. Police are on the scene as they continue to investigate. We'll have more at WTLP.com on that. Police oversight has become a huge issue in recent years. Locally, it let Maryland mandate the creation of new police accountability boards. Back in 2022, after a full year of reviewing cases in Prince George's County, what did they find? In 2023, the Police Accountability Board in Prince George's received 104
3: complaints, totaling 245 allegations. And they broke down like this. The unbecoming conduct is 15% of the dispositions that we've uh, collected so far. The discourtesy is 11%. The use of force, 13%.
5: And protocol, 8%.
1: Kelvin Duvall is the chair of the Police Accountability Board in all of